Welcome to Hair Uncut. I'm your host, Kelly Gorsuch. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at the hair trade from a top flight perspective. Follow along while we explore it through open and honest discussion. Hey guys, welcome back to Hair Uncut. Just sitting in the studio, it's kind of a dreary Monday. It was thundering earlier, ruined my golf game. So I got in here and was like uh, kind of crazy excited to get after uh, talking about this idea I have of, let's just call it Big Hairstylist Energy. That's going to be the name of the podcast. We just named it right now. Big Hairstylist Energy. Yeah, I mean, just like I've been back in the salon working a lot and just kind of like getting back into the groove of things and figuring out like, you know, how I built my career the first time and starting back over 20 years later is kind of uh, kind of difficult. So anybody that's done this uh, more than once or twice in your career, like I, I commend you, it's very, very difficult. It's, it's happening slowly, especially when you're like me, where I, I only have the time to work about three days a week. That's not conducive for the guests. That's not really um, optimal. The first time I, I grew my book, uh, I was working six, seven days in the week. A week in the salon, I was like available all the time. And you're working around a lot of already busy hairstylists. So that this time it's a little bit more difficult. So I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the challenge. And uh, I just want to talk a little bit about that today. But, but <laughs> riddle me this. Um, this is something that I always love in the salon is uh, every week or even Saturday. Saturday is a great example of this. I, I get in the salon and like people are like an hour behind, a half an hour behind all day long all day long. How are you guys behind for 45 minutes, an hour, all day long on a Saturday, and you're magically done as soon as six o'clock hits? How, I mean, explain to me how this is even mathematically possible that you can do this. How can you run behind that long all day long and then you're the you're out the door before me and I never run by. I, I just don't this is one of those things that my mind is going to explode because I can't figure out how you guys do it. And I really really want to know. So if if anybody out there knows how this is uh happening and you're like one of those people that like runs an hour, hour and a half behind, 45 minutes behind, half an hour, whatever. You're running crazy behind all day long like clockwork. How you magically get out at 6 o'clock right on the dot. Someone explain that to me and um, and I'll love you forever. I, I seriously will. But getting back to this uh, big hairdresser energy thing. So I'm not one to consume anything in our industry. Like I don't like to listen to other people's podcasts. I don't like to listen to a lot of the like business coaches. Sometimes you fill yourself with all this noise and this nonsense about what hairdressing is and it isn't or salon ownership is and it isn't or management is and it isn't. And you're just overwhelmed by the idea that like, okay, first of all, let's just, let's just stop here. Only one to 2% of any industry is any good. What you see on a daily basis on Instagram or YouTube or, or whatever, you're being bombarded with people who really 
have all the time in the world to teach you something. Okay, one, that's scary as hell to me. One, if you're incredibly good at something, it's really difficult to find the time to then go and teach other people how to do it. Okay, so first be a little bit suspect about what you're consuming. That's okay. I think it's okay to say that. I think it's okay to like really kind of suss through the information that you're you're imbibing. For example, if you look at Instagram, like 80 to 90% of the stuff on it looks exactly the same. That can't be good if we know that only a few percent of the industry is any good. That that can't be good. It's just not possible. If you're getting into this industry and you're starting to and you're wondering how this all like take shape, like just understand that it's just noise, right? Like you got to sift through it like everything. It's just that now we get bombarded with the idea of like everyone acting as if, or what I like to say, acting as if they act as if they're the greatest hairdressers who have ever been born. And that it's just not true, right? Like there's this like fake it until you make it mentality. The problem with that is if you know, if you have any experience in this industry, you get about 10, 15 years in the industry. And then you look back on yourself and like three, five, six years in, and you're like kind of embarrassed by it. And that's okay. Like you'll all have to go through your journey. The problem is if you want to get to a top level, you can't listen to that as if it's scripture. I don't know. I, I find it like, Really important to understand, but like you have to constantly be questioning it, right? Like, are these people who I should be listening to for my information or who I should be watching for my information? And typically for me, I'm like, yo, are you at the spot I want to get to? You know, have you owned a salon? Have you owned multiple salons? Have you owned a barber shop and a salon? At the same time, you, what are you doing? Like, if I want to get, like, if I want to open, uh, let's say, a cafe in my salon, I'm not going to go to some life coach that has never opened a cafe in the salon. I'm going to go right to the source. I'm going to go search out someone who has a cafe in their salon, right? Like, this is the the difficult because you're not going to know the nuances, right? And that's where the game is played. The game is played in the nuances. Everyone can tell you what to do. The problem is, there's always like five to to seven ways everything can go wrong, right? And you're not going to know those nuances. They're just going to tell you how to set it up and how to like operate as if like there's only one way to do anything and every market's different. After you have some experience, you stop talking in these like facts or um, like everything's infallible, right? Like it's just not true. Like there's every time I say something, someone can come out out of the woodwork and be like, but there's this one instance in this one time out of like 2 million. And I'm like, well, one, I can't create my, my processes based off of like every single anomaly you throw at me. Right. And it's the same thing with all of that. So just take that into account. And that just like drives home like this big hairdresser energy, because I feel like that's what a lot of guys are doing when they first get into the career. And it stems from this place that you're like really uncomfortable and you don't really know, but it's just a lot of work to go and like figure it out and and do it. Right. But I'm going to tell you, it's a lot less work. Get out there and just learn the information. Right. It's just easier that way. It, it It's 
if you don't know something, it's far easier to, to just go ahead and learn it than it is to actually try to shirk and like pretend like you, you know it, right? It's so wild to me that you'll see people like for years talk about like this way that they do things. That's like the very basic part of it. You haven't made these three other steps that come next, but you are, because it worked this one time on this one particular guest, you pretend like it's the only way to do it. And that's just not true. It's just far easier to get out there and be a good hairstylist by learning the information and really studying. And also there's something to studying like at intervals in your career, right? So this idea that like you learn a bunch of stuff like in hair school and then basically you never need to go back and and relearn is crazy because I'll tell you that out of hair school, I re-educated myself. Then a year later, I re-educated myself with another brand. And then three years later, I re-educated myself not for platform work, but then for salon, like upscale salon work. Years later after that, I, I re-educated, I like basically built my own way of cutting. And and that just came with feeling and and just doing things in repetition and doing it to the degree. I, I mean, I was working in salons with some of the best hairdressers ever. And it's just like, and I'm always around those guys. So just picking people's brains on what they're, what they're doing. Like a good hairdresser, I can just talk to you. you. You know, like a good hairdresser, I can talk to you. And you're going to be able to like describe what you're doing in a hair haircut in a way that like I, I'll understand. Bad hairdressers like kind of fumble through that. Right. Like if I'm interviewing somebody and I ask them like, okay, so what's your style? And they can't really tell me. Well, that's the difference between great hairdressers and good hairdressers right there. Right. Because a great hairdresser is going to be able to tell you like the nuances of what they do in hairdressing and why they do it in conversation. Right. They don't have to show you and be like, I'm, I'm here to prove how great I am. They don't do that anymore. So that's that big hairdresser information or uh, energy that I'm talking about. Right. Just understand that like it's not a fake it till you make it process. It's not like go in and like just act, you know, act as if, but without learning the processes and the education and and learning how to love people and, and get along with others. Uh, you know, you can't just skirt that and go straight into being a big hairdresser. What it is for me is that big hairdresser energy is going into the salon, being super confident with your knowledge, Right. Even if it's even if you're you're in the process of gaining experience, right? Like you're not as as quick with combing, you're not as quick with your grip hand, you're not you're not cutting perfectly, like you're you're missing on your strikes with your scissors. There there's some stuff there that comes with time. But what doesn't need to come with time is good information and really studying enough to get going. That's a big piece of it. So you shouldn't be hitting the floor without like this this knowledge base because the knowledge is there. It's it's out there for for everyone right now. Um you can get it from anywhere in the world at any time. And that's uh spectacular. And what it is for me is you got to have that knowledge and then when the guest comes in, you can't act like you're some star and that the guest is is there to see you. It has to be this like you're hugging the guests from the second you meet them to the second they leave, right? You're honestly when I when I do it, I'm not trying to ever lie to anybody. I'm not trying to pretend like something I'm not. I just am what I am. I don't even have to tell people. Like that's the confidence that comes with that big hairstylist energy that I'm talking about is like I understand my quality and I'm going to let it speak for itself. I don't need to convince you that I'm great. 
I'm just going to do the hair the best I can for you. And then you're going to decide on day three how good I am. That's what hairdressers don't understand is because we we treat it as the, like this single serving business where, you know, you're just doing enough to like hope they like it to get out the door. But big hairdresser energy is you're not actually cutting for day one. You're not cutting for that hour that they're in the they're in the chair. You're actually cutting for three months from now. I want every single haircut I do on the salon floor to last three to four months. I want to change their life. I want it, I want them to go for three to four months. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. Why is my hair almost style itself? That's real hairdressing. That's that top flight stuff, right? If someone feels like they have to iron their hair every day after I cut it, I'm going to look at that and be like, I need to quit. I'm going to be so sad about what I'm doing. That's the difference maker, I think, for me. Yeah, that I think that's the difference maker for me right there, all in a nutshell. I mean, it's just... A good, a good hairdresser, a big hairstylist energy. I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be adding to the environment. I'm going to be having a ball. I'm going to be having fun. Like after all, we're getting paid to sit. I mean, I don't know who out there appreciates this, but we're getting paid to sit inside in the air conditioning or the heat, depending on where you live um, or what time of year it is. We're just getting paid to just sit in the air condition and cut people's hair and like play with their hair. That's insane. You're getting paid to do that. I'm super appreciative of it. I love this industry. I love everything that it's brought me as a person. I want to be humble. I want to be a confident humble. I'm not going to pretend like I don't know this information. Like, it's okay that I'm I'm educated. I don't need to be humble about that. It like, or I'm not educated, but I'm educated in the hairdressing industry. So I don't need to be humble about that. What I need to be humble about is when they come in, I'm never talking bad about anybody. Like, I love to know where you got your hair cut last. But at the end of the day, I'm never going to say anything bad about it. I'm just going to tell you, okay, like, this is what I'm doing. This is where we're going with the with the haircut. And I might explain why I might say, hey, okay, your corner's a little fine. Like, I want to grow this out a little bit. It's just cut a little too far back right here. But I'm never one dogging the last person. And I don't ever want it to seem like I'm dogging the last person. I don't understand what this hairdressing thing is where you got to, like, talk bad about the last. Like, oh, I mean, nine times out of ten when you do that, you're not paying attention to what you're doing anyway. And so it just doesn't work out very well. And there's always going to be someone better than you, right? You can sit there and dog people all you want, and then I'll come over and look at it, (laughs) right? There's always going to be somebody out there better than you. And that's okay. I'm not there to be the best person on the planet. I'm just there to make them happy. And that's all that matters to me. You get one of these lives. You got to make the best of it. You got to have fun while you're doing it. You got to choose to be happy. That's a future episode. Just choosing to be happy, right? Like, I really believe in this idea of coming in, enjoying your job, enjoying the people you work with, have a little fun. Like, we're like actually just messing around, joking all day. We're just here having a ball. Like, at the, this is this is a great industry. There's no reason you should be unhappy in this. If you're unhappy in this industry, at any time, you got to take a look at yourself. you got to take a look at yourself. I look back at all the salons that I made trouble with when I was a kid, and then I now I'm like, oh, man, it wasn't them. It was me. Why is it that every salon I went into, it was a problem, right? It was me. And then, like, as I aged, I started to appreciate it more. And then I started to realize, you know, work is hard. It's it's hard everywhere. It's never going to be easy. I've created environments for myself that, like, take a lot of the work off. Like, one of the things for me is I have a bad back. So 
I don't like to shampoo. So I create an environment where like uh, there's apprentices everywhere, right? Because it takes a lot of the work off of you. And that adds to that like energy, that energy of the salon where like there's a lot of people there. We're all helping each other. We're all at different parts in the career. Those apprentices are taking a lot of the hard work off of us for like a year or so. But then they get to get that benefit for the rest of their career. Once they hit the floor, they got apprentices for the rest of their career, right? So there's always this constant revolving thing. Totally fine for you to like use them and and like let them do your blow drives and stuff because you're giving them experience that they didn't have otherwise. You're letting them play with hair, which is like a big part of the process and and then passing on that knowledge to them, right? That's all a piece of that energy and 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 just putting it out there, putting all the good stuff out there so we can become one of the best of our trade, right? I think that's super important. And then just standing there with confidence when you're talking to people and having a good time and really paying attention to them. Get out of this idea of like you have seven questions, you're going to list them off perfectly in a row, right? I think people see right through that. Like I really do genuinely like like everyone that I cut. Well, not everyone, but I genuinely really care about whether or not they like their hair and even the ones like I don't really like his people, which is so rare. Uh, it's been pretty rare in my career. I've only had like one or two clients at a time where I'm like, I I get a little edgy when they come in. But they're, it's usually because like they're just not outwardly nice people. And I and then I like after years of doing their hair, we'll break them down eventually. <laughs> I'll find some common ground with them and that we can talk about and have fun with. Um, you know, and and that's that confidence. It's not that like going in the back and complaining about like their hair or them or, you know, that's that confidence, that big hairdresser energy that you end up at, right? So if you can start to reverse engineer the, the hairdresser that you want to be or that you will be with confidence and start to be that from the beginning and really start to, to break that apart, that's everything. If you can do that from the beginning, think about all the years of the imposter syndrome you could like get rid of. The difference between that and like kind of living with yourself and then having the big hairdresser energy and that confidence that comes with it, there it's just night and day with how you will view yourself as a as a human. To me, it there's no there's no dollar amount, there's no value that that's not worth. Take a look at that, think about that in the salon. I really um there's probably I could probably get into like every little instance of like what I'm doing, but that would just take far too long. Um, but mostly it's just a lifestyle and kind of living it and trying to live it. You know, we, we're always talking about like all oh, the people we want to be outside of work, but what is the person you want to be inside of work? I'm going to leave it at that because I think that's a question that we should all be asking ourselves. And I, I hope that this gets people on the path. I'm all about putting people on the path um, to mastery. And I hope this gets you thinking in the right mindset because too many people get in this industry and just are, it's, I mean, it's just confusing. There's so much noise. I get it. It's confusing, but just step back and go, Hey, it's a very simple industry. What do we do? We cut hair, we color hair. So just learn it. It's not that hard. I mean, Honestly, if you want to learn hair color, you could probably do it in a month. If you want to learn hair cutting, you could really, I mean, I'm talking about like after hair school, not like from the the get. 
once you've been taught, once you've been trained to really get much better at it, it takes about a month of just putting your whole life on the hold, right? And just diving, deep diving into it, working during the day and then going at home and just putting three hours, four hours of like of research in every single night, right? You just do that for one month. It'll change your life. It'll, it will flat out change your life. If it doesn't, Call me. I'll let you punch me in the stomach. <laughs> that's that's how much I believe in that concept. Guys, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for taking the time to care about the industry. It, it matters more now than it ever has before. Please review this podcast if you're so inclined. And if you like the content and the information that we shared today, please take it, make it your own, distill it, skill up, and whatever you do. Please take the time to pass it on to the next generation.